0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go, here
1: we go, here we go, here we go, this is it!
0: This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Bow, bow, bow.
1: I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what?
0: Welcome along, um, a Friday episode. Um, of course, if you're IFS, you get this on a Thursday evening. What could be nicer on a Thursday evening, I ask you? The slogan, the slogan for, for IFS you,
1: should be, You should be a T-shirt that says, <laughs> IFS, where Fridays come on Thursdays. Or, yeah. where Thursdays are Fridays. Or, yeah. if it was like, to go down the route of a like, an American sort of ad slogan for a local diner slash bar... Where it's Friday every day, or lastly, oh. IFS, where Fridays come early.
0: Oh, very good! All just brainstormed there off the top of your head. That was marvelous.
1: Yeah, well, um, I've been thinking a lot recently that um, we've—I don't know what, what's driven it—but we've I've been getting emails suggesting that there's been a um, we've we've been generating some sales on our Red Bubble Top Light Time Machine store an unusually high amount this month i don't know why christmas christmas we we haven't put any new inventory on there in a while andy and with christmas coming up i'm thinking it might be time to do an inventory push and uh generate some more sales but practically every episode we're always like that's a good idea for a t-shirt that's a good idea for a t-shirt and i never write that down i'm sure you don't either um, mm. so I don't have any ideas. But if people can remember any T-shirt ideas that we've said, please send them to yeah. me somewhere, the somehow. The trouble
0: is they, re- they really are good ideas for T-shirts. They really <laughs> t- new niche to actually be T-shirts. Mate,
1: mate, we've sold T-shirts that say we evolved from dogs on them.
0: This is true, yeah. And local hardman. Like, yeah. d- d- I mean, the Never local sliver. hardman.
1: You said, you said... That, that you predicted we would never sell any local hardman or local knobhead T-shirts. At our recent tour, it was one of the most popular T-shirts I saw in the crowd.
0: Wall to wall. Both Isn't of them. Yeah.
1: Local knobheads yeah. and local men. People love them. The The yeah. c- community, it's like catnip to them.
0: I've just had a tweet. I'm just looking at the, the Twitter to see if there's anything coming we can discuss. Mm-hmm. And there's a tweet from an artist, a singer who will be appearing on the 23rd of September, 2023, at Durham Cathedral, which is an incredible cathedral. It's an incredible venue.
1: Famous uh, one, isn't uh, it? See
0: what you like about religion. The Durham Cathedral is a fucking massively impressive
1: rig. Yeah, oh, yeah, I don't... All cathedrals and but just religious temples of all sorts are wonderful. They're brilliant. Common Garden Churches. I was up a church today in Common Garden. It's called the mm. Actors' Church. And that, oh, uh, because darling. it's in theatre land and it's the one on the piazza you know piazza where the you know the entertainers ply their yeah. trade the the church they perform in front of I think it's called I don't know some lampard will tell, tell me I think it's called St Peter's or St Stephen's
0: you'll but, google it they don't
1: need to right Round the back there's uh, beautiful gardens and there's benches um, mm. that uh, commemorate dead thesps it's nice mm. to have a look around I sat on the John Thor one.
0: Oh, what how about, about that? that?
1: Not a bad day trip. What about that? Went and sat wonderful. What have you done today? So anyway, I went, I went up and sat on John Thor's death bench.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, Durham Cathedral, Saturday, twenty third of September, twenty twenty
1: three. Natalie and Bruglia. Seriously, yeah. I heard she was doing a comeback. Yeah. What a venue! What a venue! It's on sale now. Very you, can't, you can't do a pop concert in a cathedral, can you? Well, I don't. it might not be a pop concert. It might be some other, some other kind of performance. What, a burlesque show?
0: <laughs> well, we can't say, can we? We're not allowed to...
1: <laughs> no, so, we, we try not to go into too many details about Imbruglia.
0: I don't know if I'd actually be admitted, to be honest, but general admission is £38.50, including booking fees. That's VIP, not bad, actually. VIP mm. with Natalie and Imbruglia. Is just ninety nine pounds, and that gets you
1: no comment. Oh, you,
0: don't, you, don't, you don't get an interaction. Complimentary VIP lanyard and laminate, uh, commemorative event poster, mm. and VIP seating in the first few
1: pews Ooh, in front of the pews. stage. I cannot pews, believe no less. she's doing torn in the cathedral. I don't know what God's going to make of this. That would
0: be that would be something, wouldn't it?
1: It would be quite the experience. In that auspicious, awe-inspiring setting, she comes out and bangs out torn. One of the most emotional songs of the 90s. Arguably one of the most emotional songs ever.
0: I have to get myself ticketed up for that. General admission, seating. So I think it's first come, first serve. Apart from those VIP pews at the front.
1: Well that that's not a bad price. I mean I did end up buying those level forty two tickets that I discussed with you off did air. Did you get them? Yeah. Right. I got two. And it was it was it was more expensive than that. But level yeah. forty two have a bigger body of work. Don't well, they? They're
0: on at the Sage and Gated and I haven't got tickets yet that I haven't got pre sale, but they're on general mm. sale tomorrow, Friday morning. And I'm just thinking, when is it? Did you say it's October next year? November fourth. Like November I think, next yeah. year. Will will there be somebody in my world in November next year who will want to come to level forty two well, yeah. with me at Sage mm-hmm. Gated? Or someone well, just get one ticket. You
1: shouldn't have said because now some some weirdo's gonna get in touch with you on Twitter and yeah, offer oh, that yeah, level forty two services. Will. Yeah. Um, now talking about going to gigs on your own mm-hmm. uh I, I'll t- I'll tell you now, there is you know I'm not gonna start going on about my book on this podcast yet. I probably will at some point. But my my book's out in February. There will be a book launch. I will Mm. be inviting you, Andy Dawson, to Mm. make the journey down from the North East. Will my expenses be (laughs) peered? We'll discuss details (laughs) of that. Uh, Obviously, I understand if you don't come, but it would be lovely if you did. Let's just leave it at that. So I was thinking, yeah, book launches can be a bit dull. I would like to make this fun, yeah. So then I thought, I uh, the best book launch I ever went to, and I go to a few because my wife works in that business. The best one and i ever you live went... in London as well. Yeah, true. You know, I that's where they all are. oh no, but I'm going to do one in Manchester as well, mate. Oh, okay, I'm doing a northern and a southern one.
0: I'll come to that one definitely.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, I should have said that. Yeah, I'm going to do a northern and a southern one because I think you know there's a lot of you know we we tour this show up north. And I've you know, and I, I feel I feel like I've these days I've got a foot in both camps, right?
0: Well the, the stats say that it is it is far more popular up north it's, Yeah, it's more south. of a
1: northern pod. So yeah. I and I feel a, a real affection for uh my northern cousins and so I thought I wanna do an event up north as well. But mm. in the London one I might And do you've up chosen north.
0: Manchester. Yeah,
1: I have because I thought because it that's was that's
0: generally what southerners regard as of the north
1: hang on a minute well i'll, I'll gladly do one at potrex if we can fill it out right. maybe i'll speak to Thank frankie you. i'll speak to... so this started with me saying will you come to london for my book lodge and within a few moments you've got me to go gradually further and further what next in your fucking front garden well not in february <laughs> fuck's sake maybe in it, the summer who's invited oscar and brambry <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's in the summer but the weather's better yeah. Hey you know that band Gabriels, that soul band, who are quite the thing and everyone's like, I went to see them live. I've heard of them. Yeah. Well one of them's from Sunderland, did you know that? Really? They're a Didn't soul band that. from Texas. Turns out, low key, one of them's actually a Macam. Yeah, you Get better check there. that out because no one I'll asked you them. about no one yeah, asked I'll you about this. The Sunderland elders. I thought Party. you were a Sunderland elder.
0: Well he obviously moved away when he was young, I guess.
1: Um so Anyway, listen, I went to a book launch once, right? And mm. and they had a Prince Tribute band there. And cool. they were called Purple Rain. And it was Was it was it R-E-I-G-N? Yeah. Really? It was sensational, mate. Ooh. It it was brilliant. And it was the best book launch I ever went to. And I thought, right, I'm gonna get a fucking tribute act. Now I looked for Purple Rain and they don't appear to be active anymore. Um so I thought, well, who are my favourite band I could get a tribute band to act for? So uh, I looked up Star Council, right? Mm-hmm. There is a Star Council tribute act. <gasps> it's called the Star Counselors, right? <laughs> but then I thought, well, actually, I would love to invite a friend of the show and Human of Honor Mick Talbot to my launch. Mm-hmm. And in the unlikely event that he accepted the invite, came along, it would be quite weird and awkward it if would i said be oh weird. by the way i've got a tribute band of your band right yeah here yeah. so i thought all right just on the off chance on a one percent chance that might attend maybe not but then i started looking i saw the star counselors were playing this weekend in london right and i can't i don't I, can't, I haven't got anyone who i could invite to come with me so i'm actually <laughs> thinking of going out on my own on Saturday night to watch yeah. a Star Council tribute band, it's something to do. Well, there you go. You'll get
0: you'll get the weirdos even sooner than I will for the level forty two thing. They'll just mm. turn up and stand next to you. <laughs>
1: All right, and then yeah, but then I, I probably won't. And anyway, then I've remembered I'm going on a. Puppy tour to Norfolk this weekend, aren't they? Oh, I?
0: right, yeah. Plus, plus, well, cups are knockout stage. So, so then I
1: started know. looking around at other bands. I just became fast. I started deep diving tribute bands. I thought tribute bands are great. They don't cost much to book and they can just come along and play the hits of your favorite band. I just like it, it's cool. So I thought, who else can I get? So I thought, I wonder if there's a small faces tribute band. Well, there is. They're called the Small Fakers, they are playing at a pub that is in walking distance from my house <laughs> later this month. And and I'll tell you this, ah, I am definitely going on my own to yeah. that gig. It 100%. seems as though
0: all tribute bands are playing within walking
1: distance of your house. Well, they're point. right to. Uh, uh, we've talked about this before. You seen, you've seen Bjorn again and you didn't like them because nah. they started going doing hits that weren't ABBA hits.
0: Yeah, they were silly. It well. was
1: silly. Okay. It was silly. And what about the bootleg Beatles?
0: I liked them. I thought they were good. It was a truncated set, though. I would have liked to see the full thing.
1: Right. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be able to um, afford them. I think they're I don't like think
0: you'll get the bootleg Beatles. No, no, on again, no, I to think be they're massive. No, yeah. They uh, I'm much.
1: looking for a lower end of the scale. I can't yeah. think who else could I get. I wonder if there's a level 42 tribute ad, ad could called be level
0: Blow 43.
1: Keys, uh, ad- <laughs> what about an ABC one? Uh, No, i tell you what there is, and this could be good. There is a chic tribute act. That, I mean, one thing you know if you get a chic tribute act along that every song's going to be a banger that everyone in the room's going to like. Yeah. Because the other bands I've mentioned, not everyone's going to be au fait with their uh, canon of work. You,
0: that's the problem. You, you see, you're worrying too much there about uh, impressing other people. I'm not trying think.
1: to impress them. But what I do mean well, is that... I'm
0: not bothered about people like things.
1: With everyone loves that, don't they? Because, like, yeah. your nan loves it. Not my nan will mm. be there because both my nans are dead, which is a matter of public record. We discussed our dead nans mm-hmm. on an episode earlier this week. You'll,
0: you'll never get away with getting out of some kind of event by saying your nan's just died it's on the record they're both all nice say and dead someone
1: else is dead well my yeah, cat died always. how long can I milk that for a dead cat my cat died but you have oh, heard I that thing where meant... people go my nan died <laughs> to get out of something but they're not they, they're not specific about when
0: yeah yeah I thought you were asking me how long you could milk a dead cat for but oh, no, the I wouldn't. didn't really oh, love
1: uh, no he's been cremated now anyway and plus he was a and man he was a boy yeah, he's a boy cat.
0: It's a man cat. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. so yeah, I don't know. Yes, right. at the tribute bands. This up and tribute it and,
1: tribute bands yeah. are a lot of fun, and um, yeah, I don't know who else might look might look at. Is it politically incorrect to get a Morrissey Smiths one? Do you think people? Um, might... Do you think the liberals yeah. might object to seeing a Morrissey tribute man?
0: I'm not on the same wavelength as you when it comes to this tribute bands aren't a thing. You don't I'm, like I'm it. I'm not. Some of them no. are
1: good, mate. The Prince guy was good.
0: Yeah. Depends on what, you, what, you,
1: what you your what your what your agenda is. And
0: quality, are, I suppose.
1: Yeah, mine are pretty know. low, maybe.
0: Get get one along that'll in, just impress me. That's your that's your challenge. Don't worry about anybody else.
1: I don't know you're a, you're moment, a hard man so to be. impress. I mean, Jesus Christ. Well,
0: there you go. Don't don't have nightmares
1: yeah all right but i might just get one for the private one we're going to have in sunderland yeah. i might get one for that
0: the, the the books about mental health and just you trying to impress me at the launch might just send you into a gibbering wreck
1: yeah exactly well, i don't want that it might be quite good if i have some sort of breakdown slash panic attack at the book launch it'd be good for publicity just from trying to plan the launch yeah yeah anyway that's so that's february? what i've been looking into It's fe- it, it's out in february yeah it's out in can february you pre-order it now you can the link is on my twitter bio yeah, link tree get, thing get that
0: done,
1: yeah you can get yeah, get it for you, people you, as christmas presents you can get it as a kindle or as a hardback or um soon although i haven't recorded it yet i will be recording the whole audio book
0: get in there
1: so if you don't get enough of my voice via this then you can get more
0: it was my mate's birthday last week and I didn't get my present but I promised him a signed dedicated copy of your book because he's a big fan of the podcast so he'll get that in February so you know
1: yeah I mean I could get you an advice I may have access to advanced copies for you and your mate you never know he might have it in time for Christmas day
0: fucking hell how about that
1: yeah so anyway it's exciting Tribute band or no tribute band, I am excited about it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, pre-order it, dickheads. Jalapeno.
0: Here's a Brief But Annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this
1: Brief But Annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks.
0: Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings.
1: Jalapeño. <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host jalapeño i've been on a school trip today Oof. with len's class Yes, year six up to covent garden
0: are, are you permitted to talk about it Because of,
1: I had to sign some confidential. Yeah, you have to sign a lot of confidentiality things. Mm. I can tell you that it was at the Apple Store, which is a great place. Listen, listen to the scams, Steve.
0: I I just, I, I just stop you there. Yeah, you've been on a school trip to the Apple Store.
1: Correct. How was that I, well, school trip? I'll explain to you. There was a list of school trips. They're doing a lot of this at the moment to kind of make up for the ones they missed because of lockdown. Yeah. And uh, Len and my wife goes on a few, and I hadn't been on one for a while. I think the last oh. one I went on was to the zoo ages ago. Obviously, I will always go on any zoo one. I will. I will, I will tra- trample over other parents in order to yeah. get on the zoo trip right? Mm. Some of the others, I'm a bit like, nah, but I saw the list of them coming up, and I said, I'll definitely come on one, but I was quick to establish what the easiest and best one would be, and that was mm. the Apple store. Um, okay. So, I managed to get, it was, it, a lot of people wanted it, but I was in like light lightning, because I thought that way, I've done one, it's good to do one a year, one a term mm. or whatever, and that's the one to get on. So, I got on it, and it was, uh, it was, uh, what they do is, they, they, they do one of these classes. They've got educators there, you know, the Apple geniuses. And they teach geniuses. you how to use a particular yeah. app. Fuck and yeah. the app they were teaching was an art app where you use the Apple Pen on your iPad right. and you draw shit. And uh, and they gave every kid an iPad, not to keep, but they gave each of right. them an iPad and an Apple Pen, which I hadn't used before. And they set us various artistic sort of, uh, what would you call it, activities and challenges. And yeah. I enjoyed it a great deal. I did them all. I I drew lots of different shit. And, like, you know, at first I said, right, you've got to draw us, but without looking down at the page or removing your pen from the pad. Right. Okay. So continuous line drawing. Then we went out to that actor's church. That was when I got to sit on John Thor's bench. John Thor's church. And, and I drew a, I drew a tree and I had to draw the same tree three times once in one minute once in three minutes and once in five minutes yeah so that was exciting and you see a difference Uh, so that was all good and they let you they let the kids leave the shop and walk around with these iPads and iPens right which was quite trusting of them
0: Yeah, that's and
1: and no one did a runner a couple of kids thought about it but then I said look you'll never get away with it because these things they can trace they can track them
0: I mean my worry would be um, thieves yeah,
1: pirates, yeah, you know. yeah yeah yeah, jump, jump someone th-
0: thieves they call them jump thieves
1: someone jumping on you yeah out of a yeah. tree or off a yeah. lamppost of or anything while you're drawing it a lot of them, your iPad. a lot of them bungee from tops of buildings and they come down yeah. they grab your iPad and then before you know what's happening they've sprung back up again and, and some by of that stage you're those- on the roof
0: those suckers on their hands and feet, and they'll just nick the iPad, put it in their mouth, oh, I mean, and then climb up a wall yeah. like
1: Batman. You see all this shit around London, and it—you know—it's terrifying. All sorts of innovative ways to steal iPads. Uh, but luckily, not, that none of that happened. But there was the entertainers. I hadn't been there for years. When I was a kid, my dad used to have an office in Hong Sometimes I'd get the tube up to see him, and then I'd—obviously, that would be quite boring sitting around an office. So I'd go and I'd mm. watch the buskers. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh and up, but I haven't been there for years, they're still fucking at it and uh with great gusto. And it being Christmas it's quite a lucrative time. Can you Giz- not hire a
0: busker for your butt launch?
1: I might I might hire this you one. He's got up, a ladder was about it's got a bit about fifteen foot high. He yeah. stood on this ladder vertically, somehow balancing on it. It's not lent against anything, so he's got incredible strength, core strength. And he's doing a sort of a routine. He's juggling swords, right, up on this fucking ladder, right? Mm. And then he goes outside his mouth, aimed at me and the teachers and the other adults with the groups. He's seen them all. He's gone, I'm about... There's about to be some male nudity, which he may be inappropriate for a school trip. And we laughed mm. and thought he was joking. Next thing we know, whilst juggling on a fucking ladder... He's taking his top off, his vest off, and then his kilt off. And he's eventually just there, and he was a big lad, right? Mm. Big hairy lad, just in his wife fronts Freezing cold, right? Freezing cold, up a ladder, juggling fucking swords. Okay. I, was, I was blown away by it, but we did think it was a little inappropriate. But then another lad comes on, Rastafarian, and he starts uh, doing the limbo on a bed of nails, under a really low like you know how they have like the broomstick between two chairs. Yeah. Right? And underneath him is better nails. The broomstick's above him, but get this, he's fucking set it on fire, right? So I've uh, gone to the, the to Len broomstick. and his mates. I've gone, look at this. And they're like, nah, they're not interested. I said, you're not if you're not interested in this, you're not gonna be fucking interested in anything for the rest of your life. There's a raster over there, and he's fucking limboing under a burning broomstick on a bed of nails. So fucking get watching. because th- we things that yeah,
0: there's, there's nothing more flammable than dreadlocks.
1: Quite right. So I, said, I was literally like, lads, if you don't find this good, then you'll get ready Fee for, for a life of complete fucking boredom. Yeah. And they're like, all right, it's brilliant. And I was like, thank God. I said to one of the teachers, thank God for that. I said, because the last lad up the fucking ladder, that was a bit inappropriate, wasn't it? That could have got us in trouble having the kids (laughs) exposed to that. But this lad's a lot more wholesome. And just as I said that, this geezer goes, he's got his hat out, asking for money, and he's gone someone, come closer, come closer. It's all right. I don't have corona, but I do have a (laughs) boner. Oh, what the fuck? I was like, mate, it's only midday (laughs) in the afternoon, fuck's sake. Jesus Christ. I like, listen, mate, I like the bed of nails and the fucking burning limbo act, but enough of that fucking potty chat in front of the kids. Fuck. what? Yeah. That's insane. He didn't say it to a kid. Oh, right, okay. No, he didn't say he it to any everybody. of our kids. He said it to an adult, but still, the kids heard it, I think, but I didn't, you know. So, yeah, but, you know, this Christmas, if you are going Christmas shopping in Covent Garden... Be careful around some of the buskers because some of yeah. their material is a bit blue. They're a bit toxic.
0: Hmm. Okay, well, there you go. I mean, you know, we took the temperature of London at our recent show when someone brought a dead rat along. So I think the uh, the overriding message from London is anything goes.
1: It's a madhouse. No wonder I don't go out madhouse. much. But, you know, going on a school trip once in a while is quite a laugh because you know kids are entertaining I won't go into it because there's privacy but taking a bunch of kids on the tube is entertaining some of the conversations
0: the last last place I did a school trip which was uh, a place in near Durham called Hall Hill Farm Mm. get a load of these things that were available tractor rides lamb feeding outdoor play baby chicks rabbit handling play barn Adventure play area, I think it's already said that. And uh Jeep Safari. Jeep Safari.
1: That. Jeep Safari. Yeah. Fucking hell.
0: They didn't have Jeep Safari when I was there, I don't know what that's about. But uh, I went on I a Land
1: Rover that. Safari once in Herefordshire. Yeah uh yeah, with my best friend Chris Ryan, the SAS legend. It was for a right. magazine article. Co- yeah, but he did all the driving. So I just sat
0: what, what? What what we what were you looking for on the safari with the Bain in Herefordshire cattle? It,
1: uh, they clay. It was Land Rover assassins. Owned. It was like an assault course in some woods, and you had to drive a fucking Land Rover over sort of all sorts of things, you know. And uh, yeah. it was quite dangerous, but there wasn't any wild animals, and uh, it was hard to write it up afterwards because he'd done all the driving. Yeah. So. You know, it would have been funnier if I'd done driving, because he obviously can, he's, he's an SAS legend. He knows how to fucking manoeuvre a Land Rover over a big fucking ditch on a couple of planks of wood. No problem. Yeah. If they'd let yeah. me do the driving, then we would have had a fucking story, wouldn't we?
0: Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, What else is going on? World I'm Cup. Belgium are
1: out of the World Cup.
0: Belgium, I kind of expect that. They've been really... Poor. You
1: know what the big there. worry is now for What's any up? fans of a Premier League club who are doing shit and whose manager is in peril. Roberto Martinez. I.e. West Ham. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Roberto Martinez will be very much back on the market. He is. And he's I just wouldn't quit. put it past him to trick people like he has yeah. done before.
0: He's a must fraud, isn't he? Oh, well, he's had that he's, Belgium
1: uh, job for so long. Forever. Yeah. And... To be honest, right, I don't want to get really stuck into it, but let's be clear, right, they called it the golden generation, and it fucking was. I mean, this World Cup, I didn't expect them to go out in the group stage, but I didn't expect them to do that much because most of their good players have are a bit past it now, right? But if you look at, like, four years ago or six years mm. ago, when Hazard was in it, Hazard had a shout of being, after Messi and Ronaldo, best player in the world, Right. Yeah. Lukaku was flying, uh, De Bruyne, their defence, they had the two centre-backs at Spurs, they had one, of the best three goalkeepers in the world. It's a fuck, eat. and throughout this whole period, when they were at their absolute prime, he mm. was in charge. It reminds me a lot of Sven-Goran Eriksson, another and fraud.
0: generation. Having,
1: right. like, you look now, and people talk about this England team now, like it's special, which I don't think it is. Like the players, I don't think are, I think they're all completely overhyped, to be honest. But but I look back with the fullness of time, you look at the the lineups that Sven-Goran Eriksson presided over, and I think they were legitimately a golden generation all the way through the team of like mm. unquestionably world-class players, right? In almost every position. The centre-backs, the left-back, the whole midfield, Rooney and Owen up front. This was an incredible thing. And Sven-Goran Eriksson, as we know, just had only had Fanny on his mind the whole time yeah. and that nothing else mattered to him and he was living the ultimate this and that life and fair enough, good luck to him. But it was a massively wasted opportunity. And Eric and Martinez, exactly the same story with They've Belgium. Same.
0: Well Belgium were like ranked at number one in the FIFA rankings for ages. They're still they are yeah. still number two before this tournament started.
1: Yeah. And they're just yeah. shit. They're shit back. Them up. They, should have, they should have been able to get to the quarterfinals of this. You but in the so. last at three, least. four tournaments, they should have won at least one of them. Yeah, At least one.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll do some predictions because I'll tell you where we're at with the predictions. We've missed a couple of updates on the results, but I've been keeping track. Uh, you are on 42 points. Mm. I am on 50 points. Results bots on 50 points. So that's where we're at. And we've got the next five games that are coming up as of now. So two of these mm. this evening. Uh, As we record this Here we go Japan versus Spain Um, 1-0 Spain Uh, I think this will be uh, 1-1 Costa Rica versus Germany Uh, Germany of course have to win I think they will Uh, They will win 2-0
1: I'll say 2-1 Germany
0: some of these groups have been brilliant, oh, they've just gone right to the. Yeah, the wire. they've been good. It's been fantastic. South Korea versus Portugal, what do you reckon? 3 1 Portugal. 3
1: 1
0: Portugal. 3-1, Portugal. Uh, I think again, I think South Korea will win this 1 0.
1: I think Portugal are quite good actually. I think they yeah. might be a dark horse. They could be. They
0: could be. Ghana versus Uruguay. Um, i go first Big uh, we'll needle go.
1: in this game mate Keep an eye yeah. on this one Because yeah. the Suarez. Ghanaians uh, Said to a, a Ghanaian journalist said to Suarez In the press conference something like You know you are regarded as effectively The devil the in devil. Ghana And yeah. Suarez shrugged and went It was your player that missed the penalty Not me Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And apparently this is Suarez's first ever press conference pretty much for eight years.
1: Really? He's come yeah, he out specifically up, Yeah. Yeah. To fucking rub it in the noses. Yeah. He's basically um, <laughs> to to Garner what Maradona was to the English and I love him for um, it.
0: Yeah, I'll go two two then with that in mind.
1: Uh I'll say I think it will be I'm gonna say two one Ghana.
0: Alright. Cameroon versus Brazil. What do you reckon?
1: Mouthwatering tie It's got a ring to it Hasn't it Uh, I'm going to say 2-1 Brazil
0: Uh, Okay I will go 2-0 Brazil Uh, That's pretty much it Then I reckon Anything else you want to add?
1: Not really. The World Cup's livened up last couple of days, hasn't it? Yeah. Looking forward to the knockouts now.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's getting very good.
1: But I will say, just lastly, going back to England, England against Wales, right? Now, everyone knows that during the Euros, I got completely carried away. Uh, Yet, look, I'm not going to try and hide from it. Yes, I did buy and repeatedly wear a Crusader outfit, right?
0: Yeah, you did, yeah.
1: Do I regret that? No, I don't, because it's part of life's rich tapestry. It was a moment... Yeah, you shouldn't regret stuff. It just happened. It happened, and there it is. Uh, I'm not getting carried away this time, because Iran were a piss-poor team. Wales, with all due respect to our Welsh cousins, I would have loved to have seen Wales progress, but... They weren't the best against England. They were. They were That's poor. That's the polite way of putting it. Yeah, they were poor, and England's performance was pretty rubbish. And um, we're just getting over excited as usual about things mm. like Phil Foden. And so I think I've already mentioned this on another pod this week. People are just... The press never got over Michael Owen doing what he did in 98. And now they think there's going to be someone who has that impact every tournament. But it just never happens because that was a complete anomaly.
0: After the 3-0 win over Wales... Was it 3-0? Yeah, it was. Um, It began. The it's coming home stuff began. It's not. And I just thought, no, stop it now. It isn't.
1: It's not. We've seen us over three games... There was there has been no indication that England have no. what it takes. We've I think played, there's a chance we might go out against Senegal. But I if think, we yeah, pen, if penalties we, if perhaps. we don't go out against Senegal, then God help us against France in the quarterfinals.
0: Yeah. Uh, we played one decent team and drew 0 nil. So
1: And we were lucky we went, to get away with a point in that game. USA perhaps, were much better than us.
0: Perhaps we'll be wrong. I don't know. Mm. Uh, a couple of telly recommendations. Uh the singing detective has been repeated oh, on BBC Four.
1: Trigger warning.
0: Yeah, um, that's a brilliant series. They showed three episodes last night. It's three next week, so it'll be on iPlayer for the next year or whatever. Joanne Wollie
1: in her absolute prime.
0: Yeah, dressed as a nurse. Yeah, for mo- for the most part, not just dressed as a nurse though. But uh, yeah, it's 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 brilliant. It's it's fucking so ambitious. It was 1986, I think, or 87 when it was made. And I was watching it last, th- last night thinking, there's no way BBC One would commission this now. Oh. It is just so... It's multi-layered. There's so many different stories going on at once. It's just... Some of it's surreal. Some of it's just completely pretentious. It's fucking bad. Yeah,
1: great. I mean, De- Dennis Potter, none of his f- fucking plays would be made by anyone anymore on the, yeah. the box. Yeah. He'd be putting them on upstairs in a pub somewhere. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's all he could
0: get. <laughs> that's great. Also, Christine McVie of Fleetwood Mac uh, yeah. sadly passed away yesterday. If you listen to this on Thursday night, there's loads of Fleetwood Mac stuff on uh, BBC Four tonight, which is a nice thing after the football's finished.
1: Yeah, lovely. Um, that is it. Course, got that one.
0: The making of rumours. That's so. one of my
1: all-time favourite music sure. docs. That's I'm a great sure doc. I'm not sure what innit? the lineup
0: is, but um, Christine McVie was the best one in Fleetwood Mac. Uh, end of story. Uh, right, that's it. I reckon. Uh, The weekend starts here And we'll be back after the weekend With more of the same shit Uh, (laughs) Thanks for
1: listening And goodbye Have a lovely time and be careful